What did you guys do this morning? Uh, I woke up at 10. 10. So that's what? Uh, you're, Seven. You're in the East Coast? Yep. Seven o'clock. Touching wood here, but I think I've like, I transitioned to Eastern time very quickly this time because I forced myself to not take a nap yesterday when I was exhausted. Yep. So tired. And then went to bed at midnight and slept hard and woke up at 10. I know it's still a long time to sleep, but. Hey, get those Z's. So yeah, I woke up and watched the episode. I woke up at like eight o'clock. Had some leftover Del Taco, mm. and we watched the episode. That does not sound appetizing. Leftover Del Taco? <laughs> yeah, it was great. It was a bean burrito with green sauce. Okay, that's I, that's fine. You, it's kind of hard to fuck up a bean burrito. I know. That, I like, was just thinking just of like a taco. Like if it was like, a hard shell taco, you got to eat yeah, those no. things. God, they yeah. become soft shell yeah. at that point. Yeah. Yeah. God, no. God. Yeah. Ugh. That sounds good. Uh, here's a fun little detail, because I, I also watched the episode this morning. And <laughs> so when I got here, my dad was like, hey, just so you know, some websites aren't going to work. Uh, <laughs> and I was like, what? Did they like block some websites, like yeah, blacklist like, some websites? My on dad's got a Raspberry Pi that he uses to route basically all internet stuff. Then, so Did he spend like $500 on a Raspberry Pi? You can't get those right, right He now. got it a few years ago. Anyways, so he's like, some websites that might not work. It's because he basically is blocking. So the website, when it tries to like look back at the IP address and get in, get information and data track, uh-huh. he wants to prevent that. So I was like, okay, that's fine. He's like, Facebook's like, that's fine. I don't even have an active Block Facebook. It. it doesn't matter. So so he has a Raspberry Pi that's like in in between the internet and all of the devices, basically. Yeah, yeah. it's like a so, firewall in a way. Yeah. That's an yeah. easy way to describe it, but it's, it's more complicated yeah. than that. Uh, but it's right behind me, actually. He showed me the other day. And <laughs> so this morning, I go to watch Paramount Plus. No way. You can't. I can't. It's blocked. So Paramount Plus is is actively tracking our data. Yep, what? it is. Yeah. So so I had to watch it on, on my phone. data on my phone, <laughs> <laughs> like here on my laptop. So oh this is just God. another instance of <laughs> Paramount Plus just sucking, sucking. I love I love that Paramount Plus has absolute trash apps, but they still are taking and storing and tracking your data yeah. somehow. Like they made sure, like, hey, make sure we get the, um, the data. unethical data collection <laughs> yeah, in there. Yeah, yeah absolutely. That's priority number copy, one. Copy. <laughs> they're, the, they're actually the best at data collection. They just don't yeah. give a fuck. That's where they put all their resources. That's why the yeah. app sucks. Yeah, while we're, while we're sitting there swearing at this screen, they're grabbing all of our data all off our of data. our devices. Our viewers really <laughs> swear a lot. They get really they get mad. Really fucking maybe pissed. they keep like maybe canceling episodes or restarting episodes. It's weird. <laughs> maybe that's why the PS4 app is basically unusable because Sony on the PS4 just doesn't let app, like data data tracking at all. Yeah. I don't know if that's true. I'm just guessing right now that that's, that's why is. their tra- app is trash. Damn. Yeah. I uh, my Star Trek story for this morning is I went to Whammy again, the the tape store, and I bought. A really cool uh, tape of Star Trek Generations. It's yeah. like holographic. It's like it's holographic. Like yeah, it's like I shiny. had that one growing up. I got it. I was psyched about it. It was in the dollar bin. Stoked. Got home. Took it out. Put it in. It's not that. Somebody had recorded over it, uh, <laughs> like Fox News and like the BYU 
channel. Oh, the whole thing gone. That's in, that's nuts. Gone. Yeah. So I was also, just like, this is just bullshit so Dylan, TV. <laughs> what you need to do, what you need to do is re-record over that. Star Trek generations. generations. Yeah, I know. You <laughs> need to just stream it and re-record over it, and it can be like, yeah, I'm kind of technically breaking the law, but it like I bought matter. this tape. Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> well, okay. what's weird is those old VHS tapes. I believe were like they had a lock on them or a write protection. Really? I remember you couldn't record over a no legit way. copy. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Well, this one so, definitely. But it's just magnetic tape. It's, yeah. How do you? Stop you can't that. block. There was like a mechanism in it where, like, it would block, like a physical mechanism. Really, think, okay. that would disallow. Yeah, I'm wow. pretty. There's like okay. a little thing. So that might have been a bootleg that somebody just recorded over the bootleg. But the cop. Hold on. Let me. Let me. How old? Hold on, hold on, how hold on, old is the BYU it. Fox News segment? <laughs> Current from probably like 2016. There's like Donald Trump interviews. Yeah. <laughs> so this was probably a bootleg. Yeah. Well, hold on. Let me let me grab the tape. Let me grab. It. I gotta look at it. <laughs> We got reviewed tape. Reviewed tape. Check the tapes. <laughs> Check the tapes. Uh, I don't really have a Star Trek story for this morning, other than the fact that, like, uh, I, I, uh, Mark told us that. Uh, I don't know if you guys, if if you're in our Discord, you'll see it. Wait, no, he he texted us, or did he put it in our Discord? I don't know. DS Nine on Paramount Plus now has a skip intro button, but TNG doesn't because I had to. I had to fast forward oh, through the intro. I, I know that too because I was watching Relics <laughs> on my phone this morning and I couldn't do that. Uh, I just Googled to add to the, the story because I was like, oh, I want to see what, be reminded what that holographic cover looks like. You know, I, I, my parents got rid of all our VHS tapes years ago and there's some on Etsy for some reason. I click on it oh. and guess what? Etsy is blocked. <laughs> Etsy's blog. <laughs> well, that just, makes sense. It's a shopping website. Yeah, like they I, want your data. Like, I feel like I'm I'm living in China right now. Like my no, parents, you're living you're living in the high, in like high school when they put VPNs on everything and yeah. you couldn't get to like the game website. Yeah, like, like I just want to look at GameSpot, guys. If this is a or whatever, if this is a, a bootleg, it's a really good one because they got the sticker yeah, the and they got nice. the, the side sticker. So I don't yeah, know. It could be the real did. It could be the real tape, and that one might just not have had one of the block the blocking things. Yeah, I don't know. Like, v, I'm gonna write type in VHS record protection. How does your how does your how does your dad survive in an internet that just blocks a lot of the websites? He doesn't go to the those things. <laughs> he doesn't do those things. You know what? And like, what happens if he goes to a website that he absolutely needs to be on, and it's blocked? Well, and then he, he just is like, and he doesn't I, need to be on. Well, I think he can whitelist things. So I think I can ask my dad to whitelist Paramount Plus. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to share with you guys. There is a, there is such thing as VHS record protection and okay. it was real. It existed. Yeah. Oh, I bet there, it was. There's a tab at the bottom of the tape. Do you have the tape? Yeah. So look at the bottom of the tape. There should be a tab. This thing? Yeah. There's somebody, it's been taped over. Somebody, somebody fucked somebody, with it. Somebody, yeah, just removed with it. it? Yeah. No, the fact that you can just tape over it and that stops the record protection Wait, so from this happening. This little like, there's like a little space, a little square. This thing, yeah, it's a that square. stops it. You can take just an, put tape over it. Take a knife or <laughs> screwdriver and break the tab off. Again, make sure the tab is disposed of. When the tab is gone, your tape is protected. So. 
Is the tab missing? The tab is gone. But the tab's gone. So they, they just they taped took it over out. it. So I'm but assu- the tab's not there. I guess I don't know what that means. I'm By- assuming something stops it. Like if the, you take the tab out and then something like hooks into it and stops it from recording. But these fuckers so just taped over the top of it. You take the tab out in order for it to not be useful anymore. That's what I know that. Yeah. But I'm, it leaves a, a little space here. So I'm guessing they took the tab out and then just put tape over it. And put tape over it so that yeah. it wouldn't get fucked. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, well, I, Dylan, you got you you get somebody somebody went through the process of making the <laughs> VHS recordable so that they could record a Fox News BYU bit Why would about you do Donald Trump. This cool um, anyway. I know it's such a cool case. Isn't they it? had another copy of Star Trek Generations. Uh, that wasn't in the one dollar bin, so I'm assuming they must have known that this was just taped over. They must. You can go back. I would just go you back and go be back. like, somebody fucked with this. It's not a big deal. Like, you should just be like, I don't want Trump. It's a and dollar. No way it's a you dollar. Did it because it's can from I have 2016. My dollar back? It's a dollar. Yeah. I know. I I'm gonna use this tape. I'm gonna use it. Don't worry. Now that it's unfucked. Yeah. Just record generations back over it. That's back. what I'm gonna That's do. The best way to Once do Once I get my HDMI to RCA, I'm just gonna plug my computer in and record. <laughs> Once you get on the bus, the two and a half hour bus down to Downey, or bus down, <laughs> Downey Staples or <laughs> Fries, and then go into Fries, go a blast from the past into the Fries you warehouse. Get yourself a, a Mountain Dew while you're there. I like- <laughs> I ordered it from Jeff Bezos, and it didn't. It was supposed to come yesterday, and Jeff didn't deliver it so uh, how dare he i know he's, i hear he's really busy delivering a lot of things today he's like the modern day santa claus that jeff <laughs> what what did we so it's appropriate that we've been talking about these relics mm-hmm. of media wow <laughs> because that was a good to, one today's wow. episode that was awesome that we're doing is relics mm-hmm. from the next generation season six episode four mm-hmm. It came out October 12th, 1992, which I believe is Columbus Day in America or now Indigenous People's Day. And in Canada, it's depending on who you are or where you are. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Because there's what definitely those in. people out there that are still like, it's still Columbus Day. And you're like, who, do you know, who do you cares? Care? Do you even who care cares? about Columbus? Yeah. And they're like, no, I just don't want it to be Indigenous People's I just, Day. I hate I just, change. I'm just, yeah, I, I hate people. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in Canada, it's Thanksgiving. Uh, because our harvest is earlier. Uh, yeah. yeah. And so t- in a way, this is a Thanksgiving episode. Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> and of course, Canadian Thanksgiving. A- appropriate to Thanksgiving meals. There's a lot of quarreling between the generations. There really are. This episode. Yeah. Um, so before we start, uh, get in your car, drive all the way down to Downey. Where is it? <laughs> down. It's in Downey. I don't, I don't know. know. South I, LA. Somewhere. It's fun to say Downey. <laughs> if it's still drive, there. drive all the way to Downey. Uh, get out of your car. Go into the Fry's Electronics. Uh, walk around for a while looking for something and don't ask anyone where it is. Uh, search deep. And like Darius said, grab yourself a Mountain Dew. Uh, or what else they got there? Uh, Red they, vines. they got like pallets of like soda and candy like at the front that you can just grab stuff off of. Yeah, some red vines is probably a good a good bet. grab some red vines, some sour patch kids or something. Go to the uh, the sound section. Like every electronic store has the sound section where you just listen to speakers. Plug your phone yeah. in 
uh, go to the podcast app, turn it all the way up, and press play on your favorite podcast, and come with us on our trip I disengage the safety protocols. Not that even a holographic bullet can kill. It's all a holographic simulation. Please enter program. I was thinking of something a little more intimate. Program complete. May enter. So I've just checked. And all the fries due to radiation spikes have sh- in California have shut down. Wait, they're, hold, they're radiation wait, uh, hold spikes? On. What? Oh no, I'm sorry. I got that confused with the plot of this episode. Oh my god. <laughs> the Fryson sphere. Yawn. The Fryson sphere. I, I, um, oh my god. Guys, watching this episode, I've definitely seen it before. Um but it's been a long time, so I like we started the episode this morning and Probably like uh, just past halfway through it, I'm like, is this a two parter? Because I remember the whole Dyson Sphere, like going into the Dyson Sphere, yeah. having the whole Dyson Sphere moment, like they're stuck in there. I'm like, this must be a two parter because that was in my memory a lot of the episode. Yeah. It's not, it's like the last 10 minutes of the damn thing. <laughs> yeah. They, they cram a lot, they cram the whole B plot in the last 10 minutes. Well, that's because you, uh, Ronald D. Moore wrote it. Guys, I really hate to pull us away from the episode again. Okay, what? What's up? Oh, sorry. Uh, I'm just trying to go to the Fry's Electronics website, uh, and it says, this connection is not private. Uh, this website may be impersonating www.comfries.com. Does Fry's.com even exist anymore? I don't know, but it, <laughs> it it's freaking me out that, oh, it's just done. Fry's Electronics is just done. It's fried. Yeah. It's They're fried. <laughs> they fried themselves. <laughs> that sucks. It only exists in Nope. Dang. I guess fries. I love fries. I'm sad they're gone. Shit. Sorry, guys. I didn't yeah. mean to bring us back to fries. I just it's okay. Maybe. First computer I built, I got the processor and motherboard and RAM from fries. So I bought a cable there once. Nice. You could you could go all the way down to um to uh, Orange County for the uh, micro what's center it called. Micro Center, if you want, they're like the new fries. Micro Center. They've been around for a long time, but yeah. they have. But like, but they haven't been known, and they were more of an East Coast thing. I feel like than they were. Damn. The thing, I think it's from Ohio. The, thing, the other thing about Micro Center is their prices are actually really good. <gasps> yeah. But but going down there to make it worth it in California, you have to be saving like fifty dollars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You have to be saving a lot of money in order because of gas. And oh stuff. my god, it's like, all the way in Irvine. Jesus fucking. It Christ. is. It's all the way in Orange County, but they they don't sell a lot of things online. They sell most of their stock in store, and so like <sighs> during the during the graphics card uh, shortage, yeah. Micro Center was probably your best bet because people didn't want to actually go in store to buy shit, and they were just stocked a lot of the time. And the other thing, the the problem though was, yes, usually they were stocked, but they didn't update their inventory online. So you couldn't no. check before you went down. Uh, so people would camp out. They would go down to the Micro Center, camp out. They would get a card, but also if you just were like, ah, uh, 
I heard they restocked today. So you drive down, you know, the two hours. Yeah, that's so fun. <laughs> and it's like, oh, it's not. Nope, they don't have not any. They don't have it today. All right, fuck oh. me then. I waste. I guess I'm, I'm going, going to Disneyland, to Disneyland today. Yeah. Disneyland or Knott's Berry Farm. <laughs> LA is fucking huge, uh, man. Yep. Um, this episode was written by our uh, our pal Ronald D. Moore, uh, and you can tell it's a it just the writing yeah. of it so good. So but the good. transporter loop premise uh, of the episode originated from a story pitch that freelance writer Michael Rupert had submitted earlier, so he gets credit for Mike Roop. Yeah, it was not credited on the sh- on IMDb. Yeah, it wasn't. I, I just wanted to make sure we shouted that out because I bet if I came yeah. up with that idea and it was used in somebody else's script and it's like a stone cold classic, especially episode, somebody like yeah, Ronald D. Moore. <laughs> I feel like we know that was my idea, right? I never be like, "Who are you talking about? Who are you?" You know, like that was like totally my idea, right? He you must know. have he must have gotten a paycheck, at, like at least like five k or something, right? He's for got coming it. up with for, the idea because well, they paid him for the script, probably. Yeah. Because he did. Oh, it was a story didn't pitch. Pre- it wasn't even a script. Yeah, it was a different script that he pitched, and that pitch did not go through. But they ended up using the idea for found it. So he must have gotten paid. They had to. Yeah, like just like a story contributor or something. Yeah. Uh, it was directed. This is directed by Alexander Singer, who's done some really great episodes. This is his first Star Trek episode ever, though. Really? Dope. Yeah. Wow. Apparently, he was really nervous about. James Doohan, who plays Scotty, because he never had um, a big role on Star Trek. You know, he's always just a secondary character. Mm-hmm. So this is the most actually that Scotty ever talks, and and the most perspective you ever get from Scotty in Star Trek. So he's like, I'm not sure if he's going to be able to handle it. And then immediately he was schooled, like, oh, this is a professional actor. He's we're fine. good. He, yeah, he can do it. Uh, and apparently he did the same thing with uh, LeVar Burton for Jordy. He's like, I'm not sure if he's going to be able to do the dynamic of like being annoyed, but also like learning to adjust. And then LeVar was like, yeah, I know. I got like, it. I, I'm an actor. I know how to do <laughs> I, this. I did reading Rainbow Asshole. Yeah. Like, yeah. I know what I'm doing. I dealt with a lot of assholes <laughs> on that show. A lot of assholes on I that made show. it through reading Rainbow. Hey, Dylan. Dylan, who did the music? The music coming in at. 842 pounds. Oh, he is he needs to lose some Our weight main now. man. <laughs> Jay. The what? The only Jay. He went fat. over. He went over. Like he definitely like needed to beef up, but he went too far. He doubled he went since too far. last week. Is he is he composing these soundtracks on different planets with different gravities, and that's why his weight fluctuates so much? Yeah, he's actually Maybe kind of got a, a, a Baron Harkonnen situation going on where he uh, is just floating in space. He's got those like space things. Like Jay Chataway actually has like one of the best metabolisms and he stays basically the same weight like constantly. Yeah. But like you said, he's, he's composing these episodes on different planets and he's getting weight is constant. And every time he gets to a new planet, he has to get a physical because they want to see what his (laughs) like body's doing. So he's getting weighed in at every single planet that he goes to. So right. Sometimes he weighs in at 400. (laughs) Sometimes he weighs in at 800. Sometimes he weighs in at negative 20. 
you know? Damn. It just happens that way. Uh, we got a lot to cover this episode. Let's start off with the um, the recap. Darius, I think it'd be your turn this week. Yo. All right. Let's try it. Uh, I'm guessing Google's timer. Yeah, is I'm still just gonna down. do my iPhone timer. Okay. <laughs> Fuck Google. <laughs> Fuck Google. I just love that they're like we're looking into it. I'm like, what, what are you, you look- looking what into? What is there to look into? I'm gonna put a paywall. <laughs> it's a timer. Paywall. Somebody for the timer. deleted it. Somebody deleted all of those useful features. Like a disgruntled employee love left that. with them. And they're like, how much we got to pay you? Just probably brought them a decent amount of ad revenue every year, if you think about it. I'm guessing. Yeah, the number of times Google people just type in calculator. timer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Um, okay, let's see here. Uh, so we start this episode and we get the the uh, the Jolons uh, thing and they find the Jolon. They're like, oh, it's on a Dyson sphere. Where'd that come from? And then they're like, there's someone in the pattern buffer. And Jordy's like super excited. Turns out it's Scotty. Scotty's old. He doesn't feel useful. They get sucked inside the Dyson sphere while Jordy and Scotty are doing something useful. And then they get out because Scotty helps and does a thing and is useful. Does anybody bang? Nobody bangs. Scotty says a lot of sexist things, but nobody bangs. <laughs> Scotty probably great. jerks off <laughs> one or two times. Yeah. <laughs> it's like all the babes on this shit. That, yeah, right when he gets to the doctor, he's like, man, the doctors are way hotter on this shit. This is awesome. You guys have done a great job here. <laughs> uh, this ship is amazing. You guys got way hotter people on here. <laughs> it's across the board. You got counselors. You got just across the board. Your your first officer is hotter. Like everyone's, everyone's just, just super hotter. hot. Great job. It would be funny if like if if they made James Doohan old mustache James Doohan be queer and just be like bisexual. Oh man, like, Riker is hot as shit. Oh my Fuck. god, everybody just oh, man. so hot. The robots hot. <laughs> This little twink who's showing me. Can I say that? I don't know if I'm allowed to. I don't to. know. I don't know. Mark's going to be so mad at me. <laughs> showing me how this replicator works is. <laughs> oh Cut it out. Blank God. it out. Blank. They're going to think I said something worse if you blank it out. By beep it. Hey, at least you asked, can I say that? See, well, at least you don't know. It's that usually, almost worse, I feel like. Usually when you say, can I say can that? I say that, that means no. You can't. There's a, there's a rule I, I read. It's like if you, any like internet article that is a question, you can reliably say, answer it with no. Like yeah. Usually that's what, so probably it's the same thing. <laughs> can I say that? Uh, that's fair um we we we've been skipping over this question a lot but we've also been bringing it back every once in a while would you watch this episode strictly for the holodeck content? oh yeah hell yeah me yeah yeah i would i think it's a great little scene between uh scotty and picard it's also one of the only times we ever get like drunk holodeck content which is what yeah. i think would 90 percent of the uses would be it's like sad people stumbling into the holodeck reliving their their greatest memories their, their greatest moments yeah like like what do you like do riker stumbling into the holodeck drunk being like this is when i was really good at ambo jitsu yeah, yeah. like i fucking remember Imagine those high school I days i could have won like, the tournament 
I could have won the tournament. Imagine Uncle Rico from Napoleon Dynamite yeah. stumbling into a holodeck. You know, I, I throw a football over the mountains, and he actually gets <laughs> he actually gets put in to the football in the the fourth quarter, and he goes to state and and becomes a professional football player. No, he doesn't become a professional football player because he goes to like throw the ball and it ends up going over the mountains. Yeah, because he no threw it. Like, yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's, a, that's just an incomplete pass. <laughs> Computer um, set, sets arm strength to over the mountains. All right, let's do it. <laughs> And instead of instead of him just looking the same, like computer makes his like arm like Popeye, like yeah. just the one arm. Popeye yeah. is his arm. <laughs> this ties into how last week we were like we we're, we all programmed our characters to be ninety nines. <laughs> I want a ninety nine speed. I want a ninety nine arm strength. I want over uh, the mountain arm strength. Uh, over the mountain. I'm arm six. Strength. Six four, I'm and six I'm gonna four. sit here for an hour and make my face look super fucking good. <laughs> you know, th- th- I bet it would be funny. To, it would be really funny walking into somebody's holiday. I was like, "Is everything like eight percent smaller?" It's like, "Yeah, I wanted to be six four. But Why didn't you make yourself six four? <laughs> the well, computer the, couldn't do that. I didn't know. It couldn't." <laughs> So it just scaled everything down a little bit. So the whole world, the whole world is a little bit smaller. I love that idea of like, I can't change your appearance, but I can change everything else around yeah. you. It's all about perspective. This is what it's like, huh? Can I, I can dunk. I, I can, can dunk, dunk in this world. Look at this. This, this is, is crazy. Rules. This is nuts. This is what it's like. This is what it's like. <sighs> I'm getting all these matches on the holiday holiday dating dating app. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Uh, my God. Guys, there's a lot of curry in this episode. There There is? I mean, for one thing, look look at these pictures. Let's quickly run through the guest stars. Oh, Uh, yeah, sorry. uh, James Dewan as Captain Montgomery Scott. Uh, Lanai Chapman as Sorrel Rager, 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 Rager. She was in the Helmswoman, um, uh, Rat Race. Just want to point that out once and, again. And she's back and schisms. Yeah, yeah, yep. yep. And then Eric Weiss as Kane, the guy who uh, was showing Scotty the replicators. <laughs> I love this guy because <laughs> we've all so been to- there. <laughs> right? Hey, look, that's You're great. Like, I gotta go, dude. Like. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I'm doing back to backs. Yeah. Uh, there's, there's a rager piece of trivia here. Rage it. So Ronald Moore, when he went to a Star Trek convention, which was called the hollow, it's called the hollow diction in Sydney. Holodiction. Yeah. It's called hollow diction. H O L O diction. Okay. Like holodeck addiction. I'm assuming yeah. it was in Sydney, yeah. Australia. And he got a reputation for being a rager, like partying hard and dancing <laughs> hard. And apparently rager is Aussie slang at the time for party animal, which I think has entered the sense. common consciousness, yeah, more or less. And they were later went to the famous Janolan Caves, which impressed Ron greatly. So when he returned, he wrote this episode and contained an ensign. Ensign Rager is named after his nickname from the Australians <laughs> that they gave him. Uh, but Picard pronounced it Rega. Ugh. And then the, the USS Janolan uh, was a Sydney class transport. 
That's so, awesome. These are just Ronald Moore doing normal doing writer thing. bullshit of just like, I don't know, Rager. This is funny. This is Rager. funny. <laughs> it's fu- that's where when you take like a writing class, they're like, all right, come up with a name or something that actually means something about the character. 99% of the time it's like, oh, I remember that guy in second grade named Dick. That dude was hilarious. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that's going to be his Rich name. Cat. Just throw him in the script. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, All right. Some curry. Let's make I some curry. I want to make some curry. Yeah. Look at these Jan, set Let's pictures. make some curry. Yeah. yeah, let's make some curry. It's been a while since we've made some curry. This Dyson Sphere model. <laughs> what are we looking at it, here? It's like person You in size. the Discord? You throwing on the Discord? Oh, no. It's in our document. But I should put it in our oh, Discord. Oh, it's in our document. Oh, oh no, There we go. Hell All right. Yeah. Sick. <laughs> great great job great they job. went they went hard on this this model wow that's great that's awesome just for a tv show just for a tv show damn yeah. dude that is amazing I, yeah. I like to think they didn't ask him to do this he showed Probably up one not. day and was like so what do you guys think about dyson sphere i got a whole truck full of shit that i made last night uh like we were just gonna we were just gonna have it be like we never saw we never saw them go in but like we just saw it on the view screen kind of a thing. He's like, nah, I got warehouse three. <laughs> warehouse three. Why do you think I rec why do you think I requisitioned soundstage three? Like <laughs> And of course, in typical Curry fashion, he's taking the back home. His wife's like, Oh, you're yeah. Are you working on that hot tub you said you were gonna make? He's like sawing the hole into the Dyson sphere. It's like, oh. Um, um <laughs> Yes. Yes. <laughs> but oh. I gotta take it into work first. First. <laughs> Cause it's got they have things there that I need to work on it. It's like, oh, wow. It's got like <laughs> the door opens and it closes. Wow. Like, oh, yeah. We don't have to pull the cover off ourselves. It's like automatic. No, it's automatic. Y- yep. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's automatic. It's on hydraulics. So so w- what are we doing for our anniversary this week, tonight? Ooh, right. Um, <laughs> I mostly have to finish this part of your gift, the hot tub. <laughs> before i go in <laughs> is that dan is that is that for work that's not a hot tub is it no, no it's a it's, no, it's, not. it's a, cross, it's a section the, of the, it's the, the honey, you know what the, you know what the worst part about this is honey they didn't even ask me to do this this is me going above and beyond they, yeah they didn't they even, this gonna, isn't even a part of my job they weren't even gonna show it. <laughs> they were just gonna do the bullshit thing where they talk about it but you don't see don't it don't show it yeah, I'm really like, sorry, but I'm not. And I just got so into it. I was like, a Dyson Sphere? Sounds Hell sick. yeah. Here's Don't a- even, I have the whole Dyson Sphere built out. Like, yeah. this is just part of the whole Dyson Sphere. And I'm pretty sure they're on, now they're going to only use this. Yeah. But I still have the whole Dyson so Sphere So the yeah. Dyson Sphere <laughs> is a man-made structure with a star inside of it, and everybody lives yes. on the inner shell, correct? So I think, I think... I don't know what the Dyson, like what the inside of the actual uh, theorized Dyson sphere is, but the idea is, is because you're not letting any of the star's energy past the shield, you can then harness it for power. Well, like there is no energy lost, kind of a situation. In the episode, you can see like a city, yeah, like outline. No, they were living. They're living on the sphere. So there obviously. are people that are what. alive in that sphere. Well, not in this one. Not in they this one. They couldn't find not anything. Th- oh, they're like, what the hell? Right. Where because is everybody? The radiation. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. Okay. But somehow all the plant life survives, and the yeah, oceans. Wow. Of course. Here's the thing: the science of it 
as my as uh, Dyson said himself, is a little dicey. <laughs> a little dicey. Yeah. Um, the scientist's name is Freeman Dyson, and he came up with it in 1959. He watched the episode, and he said that uh, he himself never took his his own idea very seriously, and the science <laughs> is sort of nonsense. But the TV viewer, and but as a TV viewer, he enjoyed the episode. So yeah. This immediately made me think of the hollow uh, moon theory. I don't know if anyone else thought about this. You mean the hollow moon proof? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, yes. Don't the hollow moon explain truth. the hollow moon truth. The hollow to moon people. truth is if you ever seen Moonfall, you know what it is. The idea is the moon is a uh, extraterrestrial made megastructure. Uh, that was made by aliens, and they're inside the moon. Uh, it's just like a spaceship waiting to, to like, take off, essentially. So they're just chilling in there being like, is it time to leave yet? And somebody's like, no, I'll tell you when it's time to yeah, go. When they wanna, but right yeah, now, we're chilling. When they want to take over the <laughs> Earth. Yeah. They're just waiting. Yeah, megastructure. So, so what you're telling me... What you're telling me is there's people out there who believe that the moon is a Trojan horse yeah. of a ship. Mm-hmm. It's a megastructure. Okay. I mean, <clears throat> tell me it's not. <laughs> I can't. You can't? I can't. Jumping back to Dysonian things. Yes. <laughs> because those are more hypothetical than the true moon, hollow moon theory. Right, uh, right, right. If, if people watch Star Trek Discovery, the latest season featured a Dyson ring, which is more realistic because one, it would take a lot fewer resources by several orders of magnitude to do. Yeah. Uh, and two, it... Um, uh, it would be gravitationally more possible because a Dyson sphere, people have figured out, like would collapse onto itself because it would just be gravitationally extremely compromised. There are also concepts like Dyson swarms where you just create like billions of tiny little satellites and they just gather a lot of power from the sun without it being like a solid thing. And yeah. a Dyson swarm might be you know, if we make it past the 21st century, might be something in the future for uh, humans in our own solar system that. because it would be a way to harness that power from the, yeah. From but the, sun. the question is, how in a Dyson swarm is it just power um, consumption or is it like people living on those little tiny things? More, more just the swarm? get grabbing the power from the sun because Earth. So how do you? The question then is how do you send that power from the swarm to Earth? You can send power over distances. It's not very efficient right now, but you could actually yeah. theoretically do it. In fact, some no, ideas... Wi- wireless power is a thing. Yeah. It's just not efficient, like you're saying. Also, we don't know what the uh, what the radiation of that would be. Yeah, as well. and te- it's technology that doesn't even theoretically exist yet. So we don't know what we don't know. But we, we there have been concepts for basically creating a solar sail powered by our own sun that we like yeah. basically point this I'm oversimplifying but we basically take a thing that points a mirror at a ship that's going like generation ships the concept is mm-hmm. this is how you would power a generation ship and you would just point like a solar laser sails. it's not a laser but you know you're sending energy to it from our own sun Whoa. yeah all these things yeah. are pretty nuts um, that's and wild again theoretical that's really nuts 
But curry, curry doing some uh, some cooking, cooking yeah. some curry. Oh, there's some there's episode. some more curry by the there's way. There's more curry. I, there's, yeah, there's a ton of curry on this. So curry was a huge um, Star Trek original series fan, like Ronald D. Moore, mm-hmm. and he had worked apparently at a studio where they also had all the visual effects archive and stuff from the original series. And he's like, I wonder if they have the transporter effects from the original series. And they did. He found it in a box and it was like in pristine condition. So when they beam Scotty out of the transporter buffer, Mm -hmm. that's the original, original series film stock that they used to to do that. That's really cool. Yeah. Damn. So that's a little curry. That's because of curry. Thanks, curry. Uh, I want curry to be like the 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 visual supervisor on like a new Star Trek. Like he needs he, they need to like bring him in because like I feel like his attention to detail is like quite good. amazing. The the he'd be great on like the Orville too. He, but yeah, the Orville needs somebody like that. I think so too. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> great show. I think it could use a little bit more. It needs it needs yeah for cohesion in terms Artiste. of its aesthetic. Yeah. yeah. Um, another curry bit, and this is the last one, is for the set of the original series, The Bridge. Originally, their plan was just to do a blue screen and just have like stock footage looping, uh-huh. which they use in some shots. But he actually found a corner of the set that wasn't <laughs> destroyed. And so all those like medium and close-up shots of Scotty and Picard, mm-hmm. they just yeah. use different angles and you know different staging of it. That's awesome to make it look like they were on a bridge. But it's every if you look closely because I watched this with this knowledge in hand. The same. Like, that's the same fucking corner every time. <laughs> it's just the same corner. Yeah. Well, there's also like there's a few shots of Picard that are like soft focus. Very. And yeah. I was like the depth of field. I was like. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like that's that they're doing something here because yeah. like they wouldn't just soft focus Picard for no yeah, reason. Yeah, yeah, like, any sense. <laughs> yeah, no, there was a, a lot of blurry background, uh, and that's because of the yeah the depth of field was <laughs> yeah <laughs> very blurry. Yeah, that was it. So it, thanks to him, uh, this episode looks way better than it, it probably had any business looking. Hell yeah, written. that's good. That's good. I also found to. found out that apparently on TNG they had a sort of a standing order to not hire people who were fans of the original Star Trek. That's because they didn't good want idea. it to be like beholden to. They didn't want to feel too too original Star Trek-y. Yeah, but like Ronald D. Moore ex- like compares his writing this episode as coming out of the closet as a huge Star Trek fan, like revealing <laughs> like he knows all this stuff and all these like because. Scotty's making all these references and wow. um, and apparently after like, this they loosened the reins on that policy. Like I'm pretty sure we've seen uh the episode where he's saying he needs to cold start the engine. Didn't we watch that episode recently? Yeah, it was Spock though instead of him. But mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Yeah. I do like that <laughs> idea of of like hiring people that are not fans, but having one like your showrunner or whatever, one person be like the person that knows everything and then having everyone else be completely separated from it. Well, you have like a show Bible and yeah. Yeah. I think like I could be wrong on this, but I feel like the Orville did something like that where like half of the writer's room was like start like new Star Trek and the other half doesn't really know Star Trek that well, but it's just like good. There's good good writers. writers, Yeah. Well, um, we know that in Voyager, that's what they did. 
and I mean, it kind of worked. Kind, <laughs> but they also mostly hated, like, the writers' room was known to hate Star Trek. Really? Yeah. yeah. That's so awesome. that's why a lot of their stuff is, yeah, it does not up to snuff. I so kind that's of why, like that uh, in a weird way. Are you sa- are you saying that's why Janeway and Paris turn into salamanders at some point? I think <laughs> a lot of episodes you could probably blame on big yeah. practical joke, like the stupid fucking show. <sighs> yes. Yeah. Um, I just have a w- odd question. Right when Scotty gets off the the uh, transporter, he like goes up to the the con or whatever that's there and just starts pressing buttons, like he knows what's going on. And yeah. I, I was like, yeah. dude, how do you, this is like 80 years in the future. How do you know what you're doing? I think, um, I think they do a good job of explaining that later on in the episode because like Jordy basically goes like our transporters are basically the same as they were 80 years ago. Like we have, we have basics of the system of all of our systems that are almost exact, like haven't changed that much. And so when Scotty first gets off that transporter, he goes straight to the con of the transporter. Yeah, but it's not I like he's he going says the, like the concepts are the same. I feel like the user interface would be because user interface just used to be fucking buttons with no labels. So like, right. I don't know. It's it's all haptic and stuff now. So, but if you look at the ship that he was on, because he's still old, so he still like lived. We're not talking about like his enterprise. We're no, talking yeah, about like true. him older yeah. than his yeah, enterprise. Like true. technology did make some leaps at that yeah. point before he went into the buffer. He's he's on undiscovered country technology. <clears throat> That's Star Trek Six technology. It's pretty. Yeah, it's much closer. Is that yeah. where he gets stuck in the buffer? Do we no. see him get stuck in the buffer? Or is this no. his unseen? This is post that movie and oh, okay. post generations. Wow. This, I also was a little confused like that he's captain he's a captain right yeah but like not on that ship like someone else was captain on that ship his rank is captain as of star trek 3 the search for spock so in those movies there's a very strange situation where everybody on the field on the enterprise the captain uh, three people hold the rank of captain kirk spock and uh scotty but one of them is like the top captain of the ship and that's Kirk <laughs> are they and the others are ranked cap. So I guess it's like they're drawing a captain pip check, like a paycheck. They're doing a pip check. Yeah. Yeah. So they get the paycheck, but they don't have, they don't have command of the ship. Was it like a field commission? Like, was it like a, a field promotion I, I or was it like, just like at this point they were just like, you've done it long enough to where you should have the captain. Rank. But you're not captain. Yeah, it's like if you're in a service for a long enough time, you. Why didn't they do that with fucking Riker then? Because I feel like Riker doesn't he, want it. They <laughs> really like, wanted him to be on another ship. <laughs> he was just like, nah. I'll like, like do this. I get the pay? I'll take the pay bump. I'll take the pit bump. Yeah. But I'll. I'm sure the they pit. wanted Spock to be on another ship too. Yeah. Well, Damn. that mean that was the original plan. He was he was the captain of the Enterprise until Kirk bullied his way into it. Freaking back yeah, into it. Friggin' Kirk. There is a continuity error when Scotty is like, I knew Kirk would get find a way to get Kirk, uh, get the sh- Enterprise out of the mothballs to save me. But yeah, at this point, because of Generations, which Dylan hasn't been able to rewatch. Because I stupid fucking <laughs> tape. tape. Kirk's not, yeah. Kirk's not around. Kirk, Kirk's presumed dead at this point. So yeah. according to StarTrek.com, they chalked this up to 
Scotty is a little delirious from being stuck in the buffer. Maybe that's the point zero zero three degradation of the buffer. Right, right. <laughs> Scotty's Scotty has point zero zero three dementia yeah. because of the, the degradation. <laughs> How much of your personality would change if point zero zero three percent of your a good amount, good amount, I feel I like. very good amount. Yeah, yeah. That's a lot. Like that's a domino tower right there. 100%. I feel like it's like all of a sudden, like you're <laughs> drinking a soda or something. It's like this doesn't taste right. This just tastes different. I hate this. I hate this. Now. I hate orange soda now. <laughs> yeah. I like hate it. <laughs> well, most of I'm our a, DNA is. I'm a is huge gin and tonic fan. Yeah, now. I like DNTs. <laughs> I'll take the green Powerade alcohol, Aldebaran Dude, whiskey. That stuff, Aldebaran. It looks like it tastes like licorice slime like nickelodeon slime oh i was gonna think like licorice for some reason oh you're so you're thinking absinthe. Like, um absinthe. yeah that's See, to me yes. it looked like ecto cooler you know that drink that they have in <laughs> yeah. the bear and oh my uh, god apparently was released at some point ecto cooler yeah. i love <laughs> when ghostbusters P- when picard takes a sip of it when he's like do you want some of this and he's like yeah and just fucking it. downs, downs the whole thing <laughs> and you're like Oh, Picard can fucking drink, like, you better man. Be, you better be careful, dude. He's like, nah, nah I'm man. good. He also <laughs> said that he was about to go on duty. It wasn't, I'm coming no, he's, off duty. No, he says coming. He's like, I was just coming off duty. Okay, it was off duty, not on duty. <laughs> I yeah. this idea of no, him. I was just coming off duty. I had to watch this episode on my phone, so I didn't hear very <laughs> yeah, well. Yeah, no, he said, he said, I'm just coming off duty. I wanted to see how you were. Gotcha. Because... Because earlier in the episode, he was just like, hey, can you tell me some stories? And Scotty's like, absolutely. He's like, cool. We'll do it later because I got to go, go back to work. Yeah, I got to do some stuff. <laughs> Let me know when you got some whiskey. Uh, I do two shots of Abadurian whiskey. like Abadurian? Yeah, before every, every shift. Of the Abadurian. Abadurian. <laughs> I also love that... The, uh, when he's in, you know, getting the synth hall and everything like that, which I think this is... Not the first time, but one of the best explanations of what synth mm-hmm. is. Um, but uh, he's just like pissed. And then uh, Data's just like, you know what? I think Guinan stores some things for special occasions. And then just walks behind the counter. Yeah. Love it. And dips into Guinan's private I thought Guinan was going to be pissed. Like- <laughs> My first thought was like, is that the only bottle? Because like, you don't want to give it to him. Yeah. He's going to fucking drink it all. Yeah, <laughs> and then He's you find Scottish. out that Picard was the one that gave it to Guinan. You're just like, oh, Guinan's not going to be happy, happy about, about that. that. Like, <laughs> yeah, gift. He's not going to be happy about that. <laughs> oh my god. Um, I have a question about Synthahol. So, because the effects wear off quicker, wouldn't it become dismissed? You can dismiss them quicker. We've okay. talked about this in an episode I, uh, years we ago. Well, my oh, yeah. thought is like, wouldn't it be a little bit more addictive because it goes away faster? So you just want to keep drinking more and more and more and more? I think it's one of these things that's like, because they, because he says uh, dismissed quicker, is like, until you make the conscious decision of that's like- That's insane. I got to I gotta go back to work. You're gonna feel drunk. Yeah. So you could stay drunk but, as long as you would with normal alcohol, unless it's like, unless it's like, hey, you better drink a couple coffees. Like, oh, okay. Like, about, I imagine, I imagine you don't just get to like shake your head and you feel better. There's probably some sort of like shot that you have to do or remedy. something that negates that like negates the 
the, the being drunk. That sounds kind of you know? fun, like, actually, because then you could do shots to get undrunk. You know, you'd be like, yeah. all right, everyone, back on shift. Line up the shots, baby. <laughs> and, like, everybody does, like, a line of shots, and then they go back on shift. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> a guy's like, hey, are you still a little tipsy? He's like, yeah, I forgot to take my last shot of Synthahol. Yeah. The, the, <laughs> ne- of negative Synthahol. Negative Synthahol. I'm be buzzing, like, baby. It'd be like... Yeah, it'd be like if we, you know, you got to just use like a, uh, a like anti poison. Yeah, you know, basically. That'd be awesome. <laughs> I would love that. I think the way we talked about it before, it's just like you can just hyper spray yourself. Like I will just take oh some yeah, some <laughs> hyper spray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, guys, there's a moment in here that just blew my mind. Yeah, <laughs> blew my mind. When Jordy is like, when Picard says, hey, maybe Scotty can help a little bit, you know, give him something to do. And Jordy goes, uh, yeah, I'll just send Lieutenant Bartelt to do it. <gasps> Bartel. It's Bartel. He didn't say Bartel? There's no T at the end. Maybe he just mispronounced it because he's, he's French. Lieutenant <laughs> Forge. Lieutenant Bartel gets mentioned a lot in this episode, actually. Chef Kev. Um, and it's it's not Telt, because I, I thought that too, but it's Bartel. Well, maybe he's just not pronouncing no the end. T. There's no T because I, I watched it with subtitles. There's no T. Well, the subtitles are wrong. We know that Paramount Plus <laughs> is bad. Yeah. Um, so It's a problem in the API. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a woman, too. Um, we see her. She's she's the one that while they're in the engineering and Jordy is working on things with Scotty there, it's the and it's the person who comes up. She comes up and talks to Jordy. That's our Lieutenant Bartel. Stop ruining so, our fun. So you're telling me <laughs> Chef Kevin is not canon? Not canon. Well, I'm telling you, Chef Kevin's absolutely canon. We just haven't seen him yet. Okay. <laughs> Jesus <All right>. Christ. <laughs> Oh, I'm so mad. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. I'm breaking no, the blowing fine. your mind moment. It's fine. But the thing is, is I had the same blow my we mind did. moment earlier in this and episode and was like, did they say Bartelt? And I was like, no, they said Bartel. Damn. <laughs> well, I also want to throw out there that Rega or Rager, Rager, fucking Han Solo's the Enterprise through the crack in the Dyson sphere, like as the doors are closing. Oh, yeah. And nobody Absolutely. like erupts in applause <laughs> or is like, good job. She's like, I just did that. Like, I just... I did that. Do you know how big this <laughs> ship is? And I just... I just... I just fit it in there. You know there. how hard of a situation that was for me to do? Like, and I'm I'm just an ens like I'm just a person I'm just here. Turns around just waiting for applause and everybody's like, and, All right, um, what's next? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa right, guys. Second. Yeah. Like, um, hold on. Oh, next time I'll just crash it. How about that? How about next that? time I'll just crash the Enterprise into the <laughs> side of the thing. I was, okay, so in this same moment, I was very confused for a second because Picard goes like, all right, the minute we're, the minute we're in range, you, you transport them it. off yeah. that ship and then we're going to blow, blow the motherfucker up. They had their shields on. I thought you couldn't transport through shields. Yeah. This is a this is an issue that Ronald Moore admits that he just blew it. <laughs> Did he, he just didn't blew care it? About. He writes, according to Moore, it's just a straight, flat out mistake. I didn't think about it. I didn't catch it. The producers didn't catch it. The technical consultants did catch it. It was just one of those things, and a single line of dialogue could have explained it away. Oh, so they just blew it. Well, they, love that. Yeah, because because I was like, 
I thought you can't transport through shields. That's pretty well known in Star Trek. And then my brain, because I'm like, well, they probably thought about it. was like, yeah, it might've just been like, they turned the shields off at like the last moment they got transported out and then the, sh- and then the ship got blown yeah. up kind of a thing, yeah. you know, like, I, wish- I mean, that's all it would have taken. And that's fine. That's all it would have taken. Just like Jordy being like, all right, we're dropping the shields. Yeah. Like you, you could have done a voiceover <laughs> like later. Now that they have it, you just hear Jordy in the background, like Dropping way shields. older Lavar Burton. Yeah. yeah, Dropping shields. And <laughs> hell, I mean, like, the thing is, is the visual uh, thing is visual effects wise. When you see it on like happen, the shields are still on when they blow up the really? ship. So like the shields never got dropped for them to get beamed out. Yeah. I like the shields are still there and the shields are the thing that are actually holding, holding the, doors the thing open. open. Yeah. I, yeah. I do appreciate, you know, yes, this is a huge mistake that is easily fixable and fixing it wouldn't really, it wouldn't be bad, but I do appreciate that in the remastering, they did not George Lucas it. They didn't say <laughs> we have to fix this little thing. You know, they just were like, let's preserve the stupid error. Let's not, yeah. Yeah. let's not, find because i'm sure lavar burton in the 172 episodes says something like dropping shields you could yeah they could have found it yeah uh but they didn't do it they're like no this is this is just the way it aired yeah i appreciate that and i like that ronald d Moore like uh, like made a comment about it too like it was to a point of like people were like had the same thought I did, and he was like, "Yeah, fuck." I up. appreciate that. <laughs> I wish more like writers and creatives would do that and just be like, "Yeah, it was a mistake." If it happened now, how it was. If it happened now, like on Discovery, people would be like, "This is another evidence that these people don't like Star Trek and they don't understand Star Trek." But they because would. You I can feel never like beam out of shields. I feel like the writers, but w- the writers would also try to like spin it in a way of like, yeah, yeah well, uh, it's actually like this. And they try to explain it away while like, they could just say it's a mistake. And those people could be like, oh, it's a mistake. But instead, people get mad and then they try to like, we weasel around it and then yeah but we're in the we're in the future and they figured out how to beam people through shields and yeah like it wasn't a, like it wasn't a mistake i know what i'm doing as a writer yeah all they had this <laughs> i mean they did they've given themselves so much plot armor by just being the 32nd century it's yeah like yeah it's just transporters can beam through shields now doesn't matter yeah yeah it's all yeah. good you don't do anything <laughs> everybody um, has a personal transporter anyway so yeah <laughs> Let's see if I have anything else here that obviously this is the last time somebody from the original series is on the next generation. Uh, Oh, also, um, Scotty looked 100% like Han Solo in his outfit. He did, didn't he? That's his late, uh, his Star Trek five and six uniform. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. It's good. The white turtleneck with the vest and the. (laughs) I love it at a certain age, like if you have enough credit in Starfleet, they're like, you just wear whatever you want, buddy. It's all good. It's like yeah. the card with the <laughs> well, vest. Like, the- Star, yeah, Starfleet's like, here's your uniform, here's your uniform. And then like, yeah, like you said, once you start like gaining those pips at a certain point, they're like, you know, every day is casual Friday. For you. <laughs> you can just, just as long as you got your pips there and we can see, see your like what you're- and your pips, you're good to go, go for it, dude. dude. Yeah, have a, gun, have a good time. <laughs> Enjoy yourself. Apparently after this episode aired and the good reception of it, James Doohan was regularly pitching to Paramount to put him on Deep Space Nine. 
Like he wanted what? to be, he wanted to be a, that a cast member of these. That would have been so great. I would have loved that. Just like instead of Morn, it's Jane's doing just like chilling, just hanging out at the bar, Quark's bar, and like he retired to Deep Space Nine, and every once in a while, just and like just drinks, <laughs> just drinks at the bar. But every once in a while, he like teams up with fucking O'Brien. Uh, O'Brien and they like figure something out. Yeah, they could have been like, he could have been O'Brien's mentor. You know, he's like, when I'm feeling but down. I could totally see O'Brien. I could totally see O'Brien being like, I just, I don't have time for you right now, Scotty. I like, I have 20 replicators that I need to fix right now. <laughs> 20 replicators I have gone I don't care down. what you did. I don't have time for your stories about the f- fucking enterprise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh I think God. he would like hang out with Jadzia because Jadzia was alive. Not Jadzia, but that Dax symbiote yeah, was alive at that time. That's and, true. Like is friends with all yeah. of the Klingons that he faced off against. <laughs> like these are your your well, pals. That whole Klingon moment. Yeah. <laughs> that whole Klingon moment with him with and Worf. Worf. Ugh. At the very beginning, him him giving that look like, what the fuck what are, you, are doing you doing here? here? Get the fuck out of here. And then at the very end, they don't even shake hands or anything. They just like kind of look at each other and that's it. Super it's, awkward. <laughs> it's funny because it's like, it's one of those really tense moments where you're like, is this old guy going to be racist? <laughs> and it's like you're seeing the wheels turn and they're like, I'm not supposed to be racist. So they stop. So it's like, <laughs> all right. At least he's not racist <laughs> outwardly. Outwardly? <laughs> oh my God. Also, is this where you got the line constitution class for that one scene, that improv scene we did a long time ago, Darius, where you had you created Picard's lines? Because he says constitution class. If we did like a Maybe. ship in the bottle bit, I think, where you showed him a ship I probably in the bottle. Did. I think I did get this from this actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because I remember going through and watching this scene and pulling audio from right. it at one point. So, yeah. Check out that episode, <laughs> Ship in a Bottle, from a long time ago. It's a banger. Yeah. It's a banger. Uh, while I was flipping through... Um, it was Booby Trap. Okay, sorry, go on. Because I forgot... It might have been Booby Trap. Because I was... Um, I didn't remember what episode this was. I was just like, I know the name of it, so I'm just going to scroll through the episodes until I find relics. But as I was scrolling through it, there was a episode with the holodeck in the like clip of the episode, like the little like um, clip of it. And I don't remember the name of it, but I'm going to go back and find it because we should watch that episode at some point because it looked bad. It didn't look good. Love that <laughs> what, one. What episode was it? I I just said I don't remember. Who's in <laughs> the, like, what, the, what, what's in it? Yeah. yeah what is it? I literally see the yellow lines and like three people in the frame and I don't remember who it was. I'm going to find it. Put it on the Discord and, maybe and we let can the watch fans it figure it out. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, you guys want to pop into the archives? Let's do it. Yeah, Let's pop into the archives. Accessing Starfleet Archives USS Enterprise D. Simulating. You may now enter the holodeck. That's it. I'm done. I'm fucking done. I can't. I cannot afford to live on the Enterprise anymore. I just can't. I just can't afford it. What's going on? I'm working three shifts and they just raised rent on our quarters. Again? Yes. What? what, The three of us combined pooling all of our PIP credit together can barely afford these quarters. Yeah. 
I know, but now, but now it's now it's Lieutenant uh, Junior class, and we can't even fit that yet. We're this is Lieutenant Junior class quarters now. I, I guess. They, yeah, they lowered it. Wait, what's going on with you, uh, Pert? This bottle of Abdurian <laughs> whiskey cost me a hundred pips. Abdurian. Abdurian. Adebaran. Are you talking about the Adebaran? Adebaran. Yeah. Why did you buy it? Because I can't afford to live in my home. <laughs> yeah, we need those. We need those pip credits. What's a hundred for- pip credits gonna do? It's not gonna help us live in our house. So we might as well have a good time. You know. <sighs> Man, he's not wrong. I mean, you know, like I don't know if you heard, but I was up for a lieutenant junior grade promotion. To why didn't you take well, it? It was, it was for it? it was for sensor scans and analytics, mm-hmm. and I was like, yeah. yeah, I was signing the pad for it, and then uh-huh. immediately, it, like it just kept blocking me, like it said cannot send. Mm-hmm. And I, I, yeah, so I'm like, okay, it's weird. I'll talk to Picard or Riker about it later. I'm walking through engineering, and I see uh-huh. Scotty is doing the yeah. analytics on the Dyson sphere. So you mean now, the, hold on. So the, the guy that got pe- out of the fucking th- the the thing transporter buffer. Yeah, they're just pulling people. Now they're just instead of high uh, of just pulling, they're just pulling people out of the transporter buffer with like I mean, decades of experience. He's got like five decades of experience. They're probably not paying him. That's anything. what I'm about to say. Like to be fair, he's got he got a lot of experience. But this is entry know, level like, work, basically. Yeah, this is like stuff right. that we should be doing and getting. Like, how pips. are we ever going to grow? We're and not getting pips. How do, and how are we? How are we not like? How are we going to be able to get experience if if they just are hiring people with more experience than us? For we're not, we're not. I. You know what? You know what? Let's just go live on the Dyson sphere. Okay, that's a good Let's idea. Let's just go fucking live. Yeah, on the Dyson. Let me sphere. see. No, I'm a, gonna look we, up. I'm gonna look up prices. Pip prices to get on it uh, a transport. Oh, it's, it's free. We could just take the Galileo or something. Yeah, but then we'd be stealing. We'd have to like get somebody to take us. They're they just they're us stealing off. our livelihood by not letting us live in a quarter. Like, what are we supposed to do? Sleep in the fucking hallways? I've seen some people doing I mean, that's, that. It's like getting on the California class ships. That's what they're doing. Yeah, it's getting pretty bad on the California class ships. That's ridiculous. Yeah. That is ridiculous. Because How are we supposed people to? People can't pay back their pip debt. It's just like it's unpayback, paybackable. It's yeah. so much. It's. I mean, honestly, I think I might have to transfer to a California class ship. Really? Just to afford it. I mean, it won't be as cool. Here's the thing: is like working on the Enterprise. I I have family members from Vulcan who are always like, "What's it like? Like that's yeah. a cool ship." You know, mm-hmm. like it's a, it's prestigious. It's multicultural. There's all this good food in the replicator banks. You get to see all this stuff. Yeah. And I hate, like, I hate to dispel the illusion for them of just like I have to be like, you know, most of the time I'm working like two out of three shifts. Mm-hmm. And I'm sleeping in a room with two other dudes. Two, two other dudes, and I, I don't get a like, I get some holodeck time, but it, like, the allure of it has changed. Yeah. Most of the yeah. holiday Riker like, gets most I, of the holodeck time. Yeah. When I first got put on the Enterprise, my parents were basically paying for me 
to live in like a captain's court. You remember? Well, that? they have a lot of pimps. Remember what I had? Your like, parents are your parents I mean, are pipped out. Well, yeah, they're admirals. They get it. But like, I I think I've used up all of my you've like, used it all up? pip allowance at this Do point because like. I told my parents, I was like, hey, look, like, you know, it's getting more expensive to live on the Enterprise. Like, you know, like, I don't, I, I was wondering if you could, you know, transfer over some of the pips, yeah. like you said you were going to. And they were like, you've now been on the Enterprise for two years and you haven't, you haven't like moved up the ranks. Yeah. Like if you want your pip allowance, you're going to have to start working well, they harder. They don't know how hard it is to just even break into the, like what we talked about today. Like. It's yeah. hard. Just, just, oh, my my uncle, my my uncle Tovan, uh-huh. he was like, uh-huh. you should just try working on the bridge. That's he what just he said. said. That. How do you get you to the bridge? Like, he's like, you you should just work on the bridge. They make a lot more pips there. I'm like, <laughs> I don't even. You guys are always wondering why I'm trying to sell stuff. I don't. It makes sense. I don't now. have. It parents. makes sense now. My parents are dead. <laughs> I have no income flow, so I gotta sell shit. It's insane to me that I gotta sell T-shirts on this beautiful ship yeah. just to pay for my. They bed. say, you know, they said they said go to Starfleet Academy, take out some pip loans, go to Starfleet Academy, get an education, and once you get out of Starfleet Academy, we'll have lieutenants positions open for, for you the plethora of that was them, the premise, right yeah they also right? said then we get out they also said that this is a post-monetary society apparently not well, it technically is i guess apparently <laughs> not <laughs> do you guys want to get really pissed off because i'm about to share some information with you that's going to really piss you off what is it i'm already pissed off so why don't we yeah, just go we'll ahead and get it. It out of the like way 80 percent of the crew quarter allotment on the ship is empty. You fucking Why? joke. What the empty. fuck? Yeah, Who what are they it? doing? Why? Who owns it? Uh, a lot of several interests of the last few years had like Vulcan um, Romulans actually somehow have found a way through <laughs> through puppet governments have, to- have actually bought large swaths of the galaxy class starship quarters i'm, so I'm they, sorry they're how just is this vacant le- units on the enterprise how is this legal you're telling me romulans can just buy up quarter space on the enterprise yeah they just buy it all up these big oh, oh know, my god ferengis ferengis own most of the enterprise and it's just technically empty? we're renting the make- nacelles from the from the ferengi union that would make a lot of sense because i i was hearing this rumor for a while and i didn't think it was true because how could it be true but that captain picard could barely afford to have his ready room anymore like he yeah. he couldn't have two like an office and a house kind of a thing yeah. like he could barely afford he, to have a ready he franchised room. his family's wine so it's it's not even his now he like franchised he, it he's on the board but there's 12 people on what? the board. So like what if you drink Chateau on? Picard wine, it's not it's just a corporate This is the now. end of the uh, federation. I mean like I don't I mean, you can't keep living like this when you oh. know. The- and like how laughable is it? Like okay, so I'm an international student from Star for Starfleet, yeah. right? Like I came from Vulcan. Right, yeah. So my right. my pip debt is huge just getting through academy, right? Yeah. yeah. I bet. And then I heard I that bet. the federation president, new federation president, he was like we're going to relieve pip debt for all of our students well, turns out it's only 10,000 pips yeah 10,000 10, it's like oh thanks a lot great 10,000 that's can nothing eat this month that's nothing yeah. 
I heard, but I heard if you got a federal, uh, a federal grant, a federation grant, uh, federation grant is twenty thousand. Yeah, I, I mean, still, like, okay, twenty thousand. What's that versus a million? I, it's, you know, like it's ridiculous. It's something, but it's ridiculous. I don't even have student. I don't even have pit debt, student pit debt. Like, like, I, like I was telling you, yeah. Because my parents, I got to go for free, yeah. but that's ridiculous. Because now I'm just racking up like consumer pip debt. I got, okay. Like I, I'm I mean, like, that's, I got that's about two hundred thousand dollars in. Is pip it? Debt. And what sucks is like you, you're like you're you're at the gym, right? You're doing some ambo jitsu, mm-hmm. and then you overhear like a couple lieutenant commanders complaining, like, "Oh, I paid off my pip debt fair and square." Right, girl, like, yeah. won't shut the fuck up about it. Like he's like, yeah, exactly. It's like, okay, but your dad was also an admiral, and like, the most you don't think that helped a lot. The most frustrating yeah, part about that whole situation is Riker talks. He says that shit all the time, and I know for a fact that Riker owns at least four to five apartments on this ship and doesn't <laughs> rent them out to people. He doesn't rent them out to people. Are you kidding? I'm not kidding you. So he's a landlord. He's just sitting on. He's the, just sitting on them. Yes, while he uses all well, of I, the, the holodeck seen, space. But I've, I've heard the I've heard the, pip, I've heard the pips like female diplomats. Well, yeah, but I've also heard the pip rental on that is insane. Yeah. Like it's a studio quarters, and he wants like four thousand pips a month. Yeah, he's got to pay for all of his his sex programs. Oh. Okay, by the way, that reminds me, actually. Um, I was wondering, because I'm going to be gone for a week. Mm-hmm. I have to I have uh-huh. to re-up my certification mm-hmm. for using yeah. pads. Um, uh-huh. You know, like we all do. And so I'm yeah, going to be gone for a week. And so I was wondering if I could sublet my corner of the quarters. Nah, man. No, the who? last time you did that, we got... We got a, that guy was say, awful, dude. Who? Who are you yeah. subletting it to? For you guys are going to hate this. It's Torek. No. Tor- no. Nah, oh, I'm sorry. He, it will only be for a week. I can't do that. I can't do that. I can't. Insane. Insane. <laughs> Real quick, guys. I was just looking at it because like, I think a cabin on the Dyson yeah. Sphere is a great idea. Yeah. Turns out that the sun is irradiating everything. It's irradiating So it's everything? not like we could even live. It's not even like we could live there. Like, even the off-the-grid place that we wanted to live is fucked because of climate right, change. Ne- oh, next planet we find, we let's get at it. Let's get yeah, off. we're making a pact right now. We put all of our pips together, and we just... I mean, yeah, I don't just, really... Technically, just, I don't have any pips, so... Well, you know what I mean, <laughs> Yeah, though. technically, I... Yeah. 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 Well, what... Uh, by the way, our pip jar is, like, empty right now. Yeah. We all agreed to well, put yeah, because spare we had, pips in there. I, we don't have spare yeah. pips. And whenever I do have spare me? pips, I got to pay them to shit. I have to pay them. My debt, my debt sharks, you know? <sighs> all right. Well, I got to start my third shift for the day. Yeah. Uh, I'll see you guys tonight. Are we, are we doing family dinner again yeah. tonight? Uh, okay. I was going to, but I promised that I would help Scotty, who's doing the job that I was up for, to learn how to use the latest L cars, the cars. Mm-hmm. So, because okay. he yeah. said he doesn't know how to log in. He doesn't even know how to log in yeah. by all the cars, but he's doing my job. So, anyways, I have to do that. Wow. Um, all right. I'm just going to keep drinking this bottle of Adarbian whiskey. You're, you'll get the name right eventually. It'll be yeah. fair. <laughs> this is an educational <laughs> show about <laughs> American debt. Yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> you know, we say we're a Star Trek show, and we are, but that's just that's just the basis for this what this is. Communist propaganda is what this is. <laughs> yeah. Ay, ay, ay. Guys, I found I found the episode I was thinking of. What was it? And it's called The Offspring. Oh, it is yeah. um, season three, episode sixteen, and it's it's where Data it's has a Deanna kid. Troy. It's Deanna Troy and Data standing in the holodeck with uh, this guy with a giant fucking wig on, looking into what looks like a future mirror. Oh my <laughs> god! Do you not remember? This is the episode with Lol. This is where Data creates his child. Is it? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I love that episode. We're gonna do that episode next season. Yeah, that's such right. a good episode. <laughs> uh, but I love that in your mind, it's like this looks terrible. It probably does look bad. It looks terrible. It probably does it look looks bad. bad. Guys, it looks bad. <laughs> Give me it. Give me it. I can't wait. Um, should we rate <sighs> this baby? Rate, let's rate this baby. Let's do it. Dialogue. I think it was top notch. I think it's, it's five. really good. I think it's a big yeah. old five for me. What What I love about it is they could have just like gone in. Scotty would have been like, "Thanks for the drink. It looks great." And then he walks out. But they know they had a scene where Picard is like, "You know what? I get it." Uh, I missed the stargazer, that piece of shit ship. Like that thing barely flew. He but... made me miss it. Yeah. I was like, mm-hmm. damn, that thing sounds sick, dude. Yeah. The, there's the line that, that Picard has where he's just like, you know, but this isn't your enterprise. Like this is your enterprise. Like, yeah. and it was a good line. I like so that Scotty was like, I could feel the speed we were going by the vibrations of the decks. I love that kind of, I like old man talk like that. It's just, it's just good shit. Love old man yeah. talk. Is, is it Quinteros? This is Quinteros, baby. Oh, it's a Quinteros. Hundo. So for romance, I actually find this is actually a very romantic scene. About their old ships. About yeah. their ships. And like yeah. <laughs> Scotty talks about ships in a objectifying Romantic way, but yeah, he's a little, little too objectifying. But (laughs) like the first time you fall in love, you'll never love a woman that way again. Uh, There comes a time when a man realizes he can't fall in love again. He's very defeatist. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna give this one a three point five. I'm gonna give it a four. I was gonna give it a four as well, because for something where there's actually no romance between characters, there's a lot of romance. Quite romantic. Yeah. Yeah. Action. This is where it's a. I think it's a zero for me. Yeah, I think it might be it's a, a zero. zero for me. Suspense. What's the deal with how blurry that background is? <laughs> <laughs> there, there, there was. I'm, I'm going to give it a point five, kind of stupidly. But uh, there's a point where Scotty sits down in the captain's chair and gives a shot to Picard, yeah. and then he puts the bottle down. Oh my god! On the captain's that stressed chair me out arm, so I much. <laughs> I thought it was going to fall off and break because of the way he like was trying to balance there it. There was so much space behind the buttons. I, I thought the exact same <laughs> thing. So space I was it's like, so dude. Funny. So it's a 0.5 for suspense. 0.5. For me, I, I like, agree. Fuck. I'll give it a, a 0.5 <laughs> Thank as you well for, for noticing that, that Darius. I totally forgot about that. <laughs> I'm giving this high camp score. I'm giving it a 5 because... Of the set, and also you still definitely can see how it's great. Even on my phone, I could see that the sort of the seams of the blue screen where they like walk when Scotty first walks on, and it's like the wrong camera angle for the bridge of the Enterprise. <laughs> it's just on a loop. 
Um, and then also, but also using like the same corner the of the part, set. <laughs> the end part where they do the thing where they like both turn yeah. and you're like, oh, there's, there's nothing, nothing behind yeah. them because they're about to do the holodeck yeah. thing. <laughs> yeah. So I'm giving it a five for that very like theatrical campiness of, of that. I'm not giving it a five. I'm giving it like a three for that. Cause like it did, I didn't feel the camp. Sure. Like it felt more just like nostalgia Same. to me. Than camp. Gonna, I, I agree. Three for me. Three for him. And then the stakes. I'll give it a one just cause it's like, is Scotty going to find a purpose? Is Scotty going to kill just gonna himself? Get pissed drunk? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Like we found, we found his corpse. Like he just on the holodeck. He just drank himself to death um, on the holodeck. <laughs> but the stakes, I don't know. It, it's hard. I, I, I know why I want to give it high, high stakes, but I can't explain it very well. I think just like the stakes of like Scotty's, like you were saying, just like purpose, but then like Picard coming in and having this conversation with Scotty, like, I don't know. Feels the stakes feel higher to me. Good emotional. Give it a higher one then. Yeah, it feels like a three point five for me when it comes to stakes. Like the stakes for Scotty feel high. I'm gonna say one five. I think you convinced me to 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 bump my up mine up a little bit, Darius. I'm gonna say two point five. Computer, what's our final score for relics? Calculating. 2.58 2.58 It's pretty good for something yeah. with no action at all. I feel all. like the action hurt and the suspense being really low too. Yeah. That's great. Fantastic. That was awesome. Uh, well, I didn't have anything lined up for next week. Should we do that weird one? Um <laughs> do that weird one. There's <clears throat> Let's see here. If we want to do another TNG episode. I mean, The Offspring is a great episode. We but doing two great episodes yeah, back to back. Tough. I don't know if we could. We, we can't, can't have just, we can't have fun. We're not allowed to have fun let's, on the show. Let's go back to Voyager. <laughs> Voyager, not some Voyager episodes. Let's go back out. to Voyager month. <laughs> Welcome back to Voyager month. Um, how about we haven't been to Deep how about Space Nine in a while? Season four, the way of the warrior for Deep Space Nine. I think Jadzia and War fight. Yes, I think I need All to right. check to make sure that. That's possible. That 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 has. Um, I think they fight in the holodeck, right? I think so. So check the way of the warrior, and if it's not that one, then body parts, which is the one where Cork has to sell his body because he's going to die. That's pretty awesome. And you guys might have uh, Mark on because I'm, I'm going to the convention next weekend. Oh, right. Tell us. See if Jan's at the convention. Tell us see any. Klingons. Oh, there will probably be. They're always dead. You gotta get Klingons some. Jan, you gotta get some. You gotta get some dragon con- content for us. Dragon content. Dragon content. Dragon content. I'll, I'll do my best. I'll be. Re- I'll be wearing at least my Ritos T-shirt that I just got. This Hell yeah! One that's just short for Cerritos. Yes. Uh, and I might wear my. Uh, Aesop's asks if we've done emergence yet. Uh, yes, we have. That was. First season, I think, maybe even second season. That's the one where the Enterprise becomes self-aware, right? And it has a baby. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. And it has a baby? Yes, we have done. Such a good episode. That's a good recommendation. Yeah. Really good Um, episode. Sorry, continue. You're going to be wearing your wife. I just want to note, side note, that um, I love that we're at the point now where we've had enough episodes that 
people are listening to the podcast and recommending episodes we've already done, I am in yes. no way ever offended or annoyed by it. I no. think it's so awesome because yeah. somebody recently <laughs> on our Discord was like, "You should do this episode," uh, and I can't remember what it was. But I was like, "Oh yeah, we we did it." Uh, and you're right, it's good, and it made me want to like listen to it again and, and revisit. Right. And maybe at some point we'll revisit more episodes. Um, but if you yeah. ever do see that we've already done something, please comment on it and talk. Like, did we miss something? Did Did you notice something that we didn't address? Mm-hmm. Please do. We can always revisit an episode for sure. Hundred percent. Um. And maybe Jan will maybe Jan will uh, have uh, been able to get us a, a live podcast slot at Dragon Con God, next that'd be year. So fun. That'd be so fun! Oh my god, <laughs> I'd love for you guys to come down to Atlanta and we'll, we'll just like yeah, have a blast. That sounds <laughs> great. really really fun. <laughs> yeah, uh, the Klingons that I ran into at the Labyrinth Ball. Yeah, I love them. I the Labyrinth Ball is like everybody's dressed up. And there's maybe like one or two branded things, characters that you see. I saw a Smurf, uh, but it was mostly just like elves <laughs> and wizards and stuff. So when they popped up, I was like, of course, of course, of yeah. course, there's going to there's gonna be one of them here. I started talking to them. The lady, they were like a husband and wife duo. The lady was a huge Trekkie. And I was like, are you guys big fans? Like, what's your favorite series? And the guy, the husband was like, I don't really watch the show. Uh, she just dressed. She just like dressed me up like this. <laughs> and I was I like, that. "Damn, dude, that's awesome!" <laughs> I love that. That's great. Uh, did you happen to get their information? Because it would be great to have one or both of them on the cat. The that podcast. would be really. F- now I didn't get their information, but that I should have. That would have been really fun. Can you find a way? <laughs> Maybe. Well, I don't know because I don't know what kind the event was. It really that so big? Yeah, yeah it was probably, pretty big. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, Anyways, uh, if look for us at Dragon Con next year is what yes. I'm saying. <laughs> um, and if you like the show and you feel so inclined that you'd like to give us a donation, we have a coffee uh, page that helps us out. That pays for our very small bills that are, you know. The- it's to pay for yeah. Paramount Plus that apparently shouldn't be charging us anything because they're selling our data. Fuckers. And and also um, our zooms and yeah all the other zoom invisible yeah. mainly bits our zoom of yeah costs that go to running one of these the 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 bigger help right now would be sharing mm-hmm. this podcast one hundred percent let's get those let's get more people listening um yeah spread the word if you like if you like Star Trek flavored communist modern propaganda uh, <laughs> with some comedy thrown in I that's guess us. <laughs> that's us. Uh, uh, also listen to other podcasts on this network, uh, IndieSaurus Network. This is a network identifier. You're listening to an IndieSaurus production. Yeah, boom. Uh, you can also check out our Discord where we have all the fun stuff. Lots of fun conversations about Star Trek. We have separate little channels for every single series. Uh, we share lots of fun memes and photos of us with Klingons and, and other weird individuals. Not weird, fun. Yeah. I don't know why I, I say that in a good way. You're weird. Fun. I know. I say when I say weird, it's a, a it's a compliment. A, it's a compliment. Um, the computer voice was provided by Verona Blue. Thank you. Uh, the music was provided by the artist Bodyline, used with the permission of Midwest Collective. The music by the music, I mean the intro and outro music. Hell yeah! Uh, and and always yeah. um, Paramount Global. Fuck off. Sounds like you owe us Sounds like you owe us a lot of fucking money. (laughs) That's what it sounds like.
<laughs> so leave us alone. We're just a fan podcast. Jan, I cannot get over the fact that your laptop yeah. put the uh, put the webcam at the bottom what of the screen it? where your fingers just eb- when you type. They just expected people knuckles. not to type while they're doing a video call. Like it's amazing <laughs> that I think they went through three model like years where the camera was down there, and it's just baffling. It's just baffling that they, that was permitted. <laughs> Did you buy it knowing that? Yeah, because what I needed was a powerful, cheap computer to do video editing on the road. Oh, okay. and it's yeah. lasted me five years. So, wow, the webcam was not a not a, not a priority. Thing you thought about not important, didn't care. Yeah, wow, yeah, impressive. <laughs> Anyways, thanks for thanks for listening, everybody, and we will see you next week. spent virtually every free hour in the hollow suite. And for a while, I almost forgot he was a hologram. That means the holodeck safeties are off. Computer, execute complete shutdown of the holodeck. All holo simulations have been terminated. 